begin today the Gemara on Kuf Tezayin Amadalev, four lines from the top of the Yomad. So this is continuing from the Gemara before, where there was a machlekes between Abaya and Ove, regarding a person that passed away, and his name was Rav Yitzchak, or Yitzchak, uh, there was a Reish Galusa. And the question is, if Adam come and say that this Yitzchak passed away, do we have to be concerned that maybe there's a second Yitzchak, and therefore we can't identify who he is? So Abaya says, yeah, we have to be concerned for such a thing. And Rava says, no, we're not concerned. We rely on the fact that it's this woman that comes and says that her husband Yitzchak passed away, and we're not concerned that maybe there's a different Yitzchak. So the Gemara now brings another story, where there's a machlekes of Abaya and Rava. And here, Abaya and Rava are going to switch their opinions, as we'll see. Sahu gita de There was a get that was found in the city of Surah, and the woman comes and says, this is my get, my husband gave me this get. And the get it was written in it as follows. The Surah Masa in the city of Surah Ano Onon Barchia. I, Onon Barchia, Neherda, that uh, came from the city of Nerda, Patoris Vitarochis Ploinis Intasi. I gave this get to my wife and I uh, sent her away and I, I was Megadisha. So this is the get. So it says the name of the person. <coughs> and this was a get that was found in Surah. And it was written in it that he gave the get to her where? He came from Nerda originally. But where was the get given to her? In, in the city of Surah. So what happened? The Rabbanon went and, and made a whole interrogation. They looked from Surah to Nerda. And they didn't find another Onan they found an individual with this name, Onan Barchia, that came originally from a different city, from Chagra, to have Benerda. And then, presently, he was living in the city of Nerda. And not only that, and Adam came along and said, that on that day that this get was written, when the get was written, Onan Barchia Mechagra, Gabon have that this Onan Barchia that originally was from Chagra, where was he? He was in Nerda, together with those Adam in Nerda. So this seems to be a case where there's no problems here, because the get that has this name, Onan Barchia, was from an individual that wrote and or at least gave this get to his wife, we're in Surah. And the Adam are telling us that the second Onan Barchia that we found was in Nerda on that day. So what's the problem? So Amar Abaye says, Even according to my opinion, that I said that we should be concerned that maybe there's a second Yitzchak, but over here we're not concerned that maybe this second Onan Barchia that we found, he wrote a get. Why? We said that we have here Edim that, that say that he was in Erda on that day. So my boy Bisura, what would he be doing in Surah? So how could he be the same individual that gave the get in Surah? So very good. So before Abai said you're concerned, but here he says there's no reason to be concerned. Rav says the exact reverse. I say the opposite. Even though I, my opinion before was that when we have Adam that Yitzchak passed away, we're not concerned that there's a second Yitzchak. Here, however, we are concerned. Because Dilma, it's possible, but Gamla Parcha Ozel, that he somehow came with a flying camel, which is just an expression. He came somehow very quickly from Narda to Sura and he gave the get to his wife. So even though Adam said he wasn't Narda on that day, but it's possible that he made it very quickly over to Sura. Inami Bekfitze, or maybe he jumped over. Rashi says Kfitze means with Hashem, which is what's called Kfitze Saderach. He, he came in some miraculous way. Inami Mili Mosar, or something actually which 
could, even without Kvitzis Aderech, maybe he gave over to Shluchim to, to go give the get to his wife in Surah. He wrote, he was in Erda, as the Edom saw. And he wrote, he told Edom though, in Erda, go and bring the get to my wife in, uh, in Surah. Kedamul Hurav Lesafri. And Rav, the Rav would say to the Seifrim, to the scribes that write a get, Ravuna Lesafri, Ravuna would tell them as well, if you're writing the get in the city of Shili, so write in the get that it was in the, written in the city of Shili. Even though the shlichus to write this get was given over to you from the city of Hini, but that, but nevertheless, if you're writing the get in Shili, you write the name of the city Shili, or in the reverse. If you're in the city of Hini, so write in the get that you're in Hini. Even though the get the, from the husband, the shlichus, was given over to you from Shili. So the point is over here as well. It's possible that the husband, which was in Erdo, gave over the shlichus that the get should be written in Surah. So therefore we should be concerned about the fact that we found a second of Onan Barchia. So therefore this is the Machloikis here, to Nabai and Rava. Now the Gemara just concludes and goes back to Amachlekes that we learned about in the, uh, yesterday regarding a person that gave his friend a pakodin, a deposit of shumshumi. Remember, we learned about the sesame no. seeds and they were arguing whether he gave him back the sesame seeds or not. And the Gemara here had a discussion. Should we say that it's possible that he actually gave it back to him already? He emptied the barrel and he refilled the barrel with his own sesame seeds. Or, or maybe we're not concerned for that. Maybe if the barrel is still there, it's probably the same sesame seeds that he that were originally given to him. So, what's the final halacha regarding Shumshimi? So, again, the Gemara brings the Machlekes. Rav Yehima says, we are not concerned that maybe the, he, he emptied it out and he placed different, different Shumshimi in it. Ravina says, no, we are concerned. It is possible that it was emptied out and he placed different Shumshimi in it, so we can't trust him that, that he can collect the Shumshimi from him. The halacha is that it is possible that he already took his shumshimi, he took his sesames, and now there was other sesames there that are not his. Going back to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, If a woman comes and says her husband passed away, and we know that there was an argument, there was a fight between the husband and the wife, so we don't trust her. What exactly defines this, that we say that there's a fight between the husband and wife, and then we don't trust her? If we heard that she said to her husband, divorce me. So, that, so we know that she's not getting along with him. So that's a, a case that we're not going to trust her anymore. That's not enough. All women, in, in a moment of, of when they get excited or angry, they could, they could say such a thing to their husband. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything. A moment later they can calm down and they, they never meant it. So you can't prove just from the fact that she said this in a moment of excitement, Garsheni, that uh, she, she's in a real fight with her husband. Allah says the Gemara, boy, if we know that she said to her husband, Geirashtani, you already have divorced me. If we heard that she says this to her husband, then if, it, if for sure she's saying this because she doesn't want to stay with him. If she actually said to her husband, and she's claiming and arguing, you already divorced me, she should actually be trusted that that's true. A woman that comes and says to her husband, that you have already divorced me, we actually believe her. Why? 
because there's, there's, we have a good reason to believe her. We have a chazake that a woman would not be so brazen to come and say to her husband, you have divorced me if it's not true. So that can't be the case here either, that she's telling her husband that you've already divorced me. <coughs> so what is it that we see that she said to her husband that uh, tells us that they're, they're fighting with one another? There's a ketata here. So the Gemara says, rather, She comes and tells her husband, You have divorced me in front of these two witnesses. And then, We go and ask those two witnesses, Is this true? And they say, Never happened. So now we know that it must be that she only said this because she wanted to leave her husband. There was a fight between them. That's the case that we say that she's not trusted to say that her husband passed away. So what's the reason why when she's in a fight with her husband, we don't trust her to say that her husband died. Rav Hanina says she hates her husband to such an extent she's actually ready to outright go ahead and lie and then get married to someone else. And she knows what's going to happen as a result. If her husband shows back up, she will not be allowed to go back to her first husband and not to her second husband either. But she she's hates him to such an extent she'd lie in order to become also to go back to her husband. Rav Shimi Barashi, Omar, Rav Shimi Barashi says not to this extent. It's not because of such a <coughs> tremendous level of hatred that she's ready to lie, but like similar to what we learned before, Mishum Bididomi. If she's not getting along with her husband so well, so then in a situation where she thinks her husband died, she's not going to be so dedicated to him to wait and to see if he actually really died and it's not possible that he was saved. So therefore she's not so medai, she's not so particular about this. But we're not afraid that she's mamish going to outright lie. My Beinayu says the Gemara, what is the difference, the practical difference between these two reasons that we just said? So the Gemara, so the difference would be in a case, the Argil Hu Ketota. If it's the husband that's the one that began a fight with her, so not she, she did not, uh, Taisus here explains this Gemara, that she did not begin fighting with her husband, her husband began fighting with her, but she really is still interested in being married to him. She still likes him and she's not interested in leaving him. So therefore, in such a situation, we're not going to be afraid that she's going to outright lie. But according to the other opinion that says that what we're concerned about is that she's going to say something and she's not going to make a full investigation with the dummy. She's going to just assume that he died. So even in this situation where the husband is fighting with her and she's not necessarily fighting with him, she still wants to stay married to him, but still they're not getting along that great. So we're still going to be concerned with the dummy that she might not make such a good investigation before she says that her husband passed away. Another question was asked, Eid Echad Bikitote Mahu. An Eid Echad. So again, as we said before, an Eid Echad is usually believed to say that a woman's husband passed away. But the question is, in a situation where the husband and wife were not getting along, and then Eid Echad comes and says that the husband died, is an Eid Echad believed? This is very similar to the question that one asked before, whether an Eid Echad is believed in a time when there's war. Eidechad is believed, but the question is, in a wartime, do we trust an Eidechad? And there the Gemara never resolved that. So here the Gemara is asking a very similar question. So, and the Gemara says the same exact Svaris, like it said before. My time at Eidechad Mehemen, so now what's the reason why an Eidechad is believed? So do I say, the reason is, Since this is something which eventually will come out, if the husband's alive, will show up. So therefore, this aide would never lie about this, and that's why we trust him. So, even in this situation where the husband and wife don't get along, we can rely on this, that the husband's not lying. Again, that the aide is, that is, that the aide is not lying. Or maybe, 
The reason why the Eidechel is believed is Mishum Dehi Daiko We're not just relying on the Eid. We're relying on her making an or her own investigation in order to get remarried. But over here, if we're relying on her, we can't. We can't rely on her because she's in an argument with her husband. So she's not going to be so medayik before she gets remarried. Taiku, so this Iboya here remains unresolved. So Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah said that this whole halacha that we believe a woman that her husband died is not in a regular situation where she shows up in Bezin and says so. She has to come to Bezin if we see that she has torn clothing and she's crying and she's mourning her husband's death. Then we believe her. So they said to Rabbi Yehuda, according to your opinion, a smart woman will get remarried, and shaita le'tinase, a woman that's a shaita will not get remarried. So there's two pshatim in this gemara. One pshat is a pekachas, a woman that usually walks around with proper clothing, and now all of a sudden she walks into bed and tear torn clothing and crying. So that's a sign that she's actually mourning. But a shaita that always walks around in the torn clothing and never, never is put together, so she walks into bed with torn clothing, it doesn't prove anything. So this shaita will not be able to get remarried. Another pshat in the gemara is that a pekachas will be smart. She knows Bezdin won't trust her unless she comes and tears her clothing and cries. So she'll come and, and cry to Bezdin and then she'll, she'll be mutter. A shaita doesn't know this and she'll come into Bezdin saying that her husband died and Bezdin won't trust her. Ella, therefore, they, they argued with Rabbi Yehuda and they told him, Achazu v'achazu, either way, a woman that comes to Bezdin and says testimony that her husband died, Tinase, she can get remarried. Yehuda. There was a woman that was coming to the Bezdin of Rabbi Yehuda to say that her husband died. So what happened? Amri La, so the Chachamim, then other, the others that, uh, are, are others that were there, so they told her, Sifti Bailech. So if you're coming to say, hey, this, and you want that Yehuda should trust you, so you should be eulogizing your husband. Kiri Manech, tear your garments. Sisri Mazech, untie your hairs. Which is also, I guess, in those times, a sign of the uh, Avelos. Yeah, we had this in the Gemara in uh, Mait Katan. So, and then he'll trust you. So the Gemara asks them this, how can they tell her to do this? Alfua shikra? Are they teaching her to lie? Answers the Gemara, Inu karabonan The ones that told you to do this, they held like the opinion of the Rabbanon that, that said that she's believed either way. Whether she shows signs of mourning, she does not show signs of mourning, she's going to be believed either way. So So since according to their opinion, she should be believed either way, so true she's doing something, she's going to fake the fact that she's mourning, but it's being done for a purpose which is okay, because then he's going to be, allow her to go and get remarried, and they held it that, uh, that anyways, even without the mourning signs, she's allowed to get remarried. Interesting, so you do see here in the Gemara that a person could... Uh, do something which is sort of a lie if it's in a situation where anyways you're supposed to be believed upon him. So this, this is the reason why they, they, they told her to do this. Going back to this whole the, the thing over here, what, what was the history of this heter that they gave a woman, a heter that she can come and say her husband passed away and she's trusted to get remarried. So there was a machlekes about this. Basil say, we did not hear this heter that was given for this originally. Ella babam and akotzer that if this is a woman that comes from the harvest in the field, medina and she's coming from within the same country and she says that her husband passed away, then we trust her. and this is based on an incident that happened, and because of this incident that happened, Chacham instituted that a woman should be believed. And the Gemara will bring what the story was. 
Amrulem Beishamai, so Beishamai said to Beisilil, it doesn't matter. Here, this is one of the cases where Beishamai is lenient. If she's coming from the grain harvest, or she's coming, she's coming from the olive harvest, from the, from the grape harvest, she's coming from one country to another. So either way she says her husband passed away, she's believed. That original story, that's how it happened, that uh, she came from a grain harvest and she was believed. But uh, then the, the takana of Chachamim was that she should believe in any case. Eventually, Basil came around and agreed to Bishamai that a woman is always believed. Tanya, so we learned Nabraisa elaborates more on this argument here. According to your opinion, that we should only give the hatha for the woman exactly like the incident that happened originally, so then so then the hatha should only be like it originally happened, which is in a grain harvest or a wheat harvest. If it's a barley harvest, how would I know that you believe then? It's not exactly like it originally happened. And only in the harvest of cutting grains. If she's cutting bites, olives or grapes or figs or dates, how do I know different types of harvest that she should believe, be believed as well? So therefore, Beshame concludes and says, The story that happened was with the grain harvest. But what then the she sh- there's no reason to make any distinction. She's believed in any situation. So over here as well. So the story that happened was a woman that came from the same country to say that her husband passed away. But in any other situation as well, even if she's coming from a faraway place in a different country and says her husband passed away there, she'll also be believed. What is the answer to this? If she's coming from the same country, so because there are people that travel within the same country, so she knows that she's coming from a place that people are traveling and are coming from there, so Mirsis, she's afraid to lie about this. If she's coming from a faraway place and not the people are not commonly traveling from there to, to where she's now, she's not so afraid to lie. So therefore she's not believed. So Bishil, in other words, is not even responding to this that Bishamay says, why aren't you making a distinction between a grain harvest, olive harvest, and so on? Th- th- that Bishil agrees. There's no difference what type of harvest it is. <coughs> but the main point Bishil was saying was, only if she's coming from the same country she believes. If she's coming from a faraway place, we don't trust her to say her husband died because she's not afraid to lie. Well, Bishamay, but Bishamay disagree because they say, even though people don't travel alone, in those times it was dangerous to travel alone, but people do come in caravans and it is also possible that people will travel from a faraway place and therefore she's still afraid to lie. So what is the story that happened that this heter came about? It was at the end of the harvest of the wheat. Ten people together went to cut the, 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 the harvest of the wheat. A snake bit one of these individuals and he died. And his wife came and notified Bezin about what happened. So Bezin sent over there to see if it's true. And they found that her, what she said about her husband that he died was true. So Ba'is Amru, at that time the Chachamim said, a woman that says that her husband passed away, she can get remarried. Or Mez Baili, her husband passed away and she had no children. He had no children to Siavim. So then the mitzvah of Yibam could be fulfilled. That's the story.
So therefore, that was the whole argument here, if the Chachamim instituted this only in similar to the way the story happened or not. Says the Gemara, Neime, shall we say that this argument here between B'Shameh and B'Silol is Rabchananye ben Akiva v'Rabbanot. So we find in another place, Rabchananye ben Akiva, or others are greatest, Rabchananye ben Akavya. They're arguing in the same achleikis as Beishamah and Basil here. So here we once learned this before in the Gemara Chagigah. The Gemara is going to bring also a similar thing, a takana that Chachamim made. And the question is, do we apply the takana only exactly like the original story of what caused the takana? Or no, even not exactly like that story that happened. What's this takana? The Tanya will learn Nabraisa. Loyisa Adam Mechatos Veifachatos. You're not allowed to carry the waters of the Paraduma or the ashes of the Paraduma. Viyavirem Viyarden Ubisfina and carry it over the Yarden River and in a boat. And not only carrying it over and going over in a boat, but also similar Vilayamid Bitsadzev Yizriklitzadakh. You're not allowed to throw it over the river from one side to the other. And also, you shouldn't float it over the water. You shouldn't uh, ride with it over the water. And on an animal that's going over the water, or on your friend that's swimming over the water. If your feet, if you're actually walking on the ground, just like if you're walking on dry land, you're allowed to carry it over. To have to, to carry it is only if your feet are touching the floor. You're allowed to go over a bridge, and that's Echad Yardim, whether you're going over the Yardim, Vechad Shar Nahoris, whether you're going over other rivers, because the bridge is, is positioned, of course, on, on both sides of the river, on the ground. So therefore, it's considered to be attached to the ground. You're going over the bridge, you're, you're like walking on the ground. But going over the, a river or any pool of water without touching the ground, that's not allowed. Restricts this gzere specifically to one case. The only time they ask it to transport over the water is specifically the Yarden River, not any other river, and specifically in a boat. And because it's exactly like the story that happened, and this Gemara will bring soon the story. But now the point is, So shall we say, Rabbanon, that say that the Gzeda is not only specifically like the story happened, that's like Beishamai here, that say that the Heter for the woman is not only specifically like the Heter originally was given. And Rabbanon ibn Akavi, that limits the Isser here, is like Beishamai, that limits the Heter exactly to the way the Heter was originally given. So the Gemara says you can't compare. Amri loch Rabbanon, Rabbanon will answer you. Anand Amrinon, Afke Beisilol. We would agree even to what Beisilol says that over there the Hatta was restricted to the situation that the Hatta was given. But over here it's different. Why? Atkan lekamri Beisilol hasam. The reason why over there the Hatta is restricted is elal mishum demirsis, as Beisilol said his svara before, because in the same. Country, Mirsa's Bemokim Karev. If she's saying Adis about her husband that passed away in a close place, so she's afraid to lie. But uh, Mirsa's, uh, again, Bemokim Karev, Mirsa's, in a place that's near, she's afraid. Bemokim Rachik, Loy Mirsa's. But in a far place, she's not afraid to lie. That's why over there, we still limited the Heter. But Hacha, when it comes to this story here, the Gzeda, not to carry over the waters of the Paraduma, it might become Tomei, as we'll see soon the story that happened. Mali Yarden, Mali What reason should there be to make a distinction between the Yarden or any other river? On the other hand, says the Gemara, Rab Chananye ben Akavio, or ben Akiva Amalach, he tells you, I could agree to Beishamai that over there the Heta for the woman was given without the restrictions. But over here, the Isser is only 
The, the Isser over here is uh, for, for only specifically for the case that happened. Why? The reason why Beishamai says that by the heter of a woman, we're more, we're more liberal with the heter is because we have a swara to be more liberal with the heter. A woman will make an investigation before she gets remarried. So therefore, it makes no difference if she's coming from a close place or a far place. She's going to make that investigation. But over here, because the story happened in the Yarden River and with a boat, so therefore the Gzeda is limited to the Yarden and, and the boat. So the Besvin the Hava Maise that's the reason why Chachamim made the Gzeda. And Bishar Nohadais, the Lai Hava Maise, so on other rivers where the story did not happen, like Gazer Abonan, Chachamim never made their Gzeda in the first place. My Maise Shahoya, so what was the story that happened? Domerav Yudomerav, Rav Yudomerav, Rav Yudomerav, the story was, Maise Baodam Shayamavir, Mechatos, Veeva Chatos, Biyardin and Besvina. Person was transporting the waters of the Chatos, the ashes of the, of the Chatos, which is the Paraduma, through the Yardin and a boat. Nimtsa Kezais Menameis, Tochov Bekarkois Shosvina. Then they discovered there was a Kezais from a dead body that was stuck in the bottom of the, in the floor of the boat. And then, so the waters of the Paraduma that were above it in the boat became Tomei. At that time, Chachamim instituted a person should not transport the waters of the Chathos or the ashes of the Chathos to transform it, transport it over the yard and in a boat. Therefore, Ben Akiva said that this is Dafke, like that story happened, but not in any other case.